Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Live from the podcast rooms in Glasgow, it's all about the jurors. With Rookie Neal, Derek Ferguson and Charlie Miller. Hello and welcome to All About the Gels. Uh, it's myself, Ricky Neal, joined by Charlie Miller, but we've also got a special guest. Uh, we've got big Stuart Finlay from Corby. Uh, I would just like to say a big thank you to all our sponsors. We've got ISG Resin Flooring Specialists, Giant Sea Architectural, uh, DB Dental Care and Plugged In Business Solutions. Uh, you can check them out on all our social media channels. You'll find out all their website links. Uh, but it's a big thank you to them that we can keep this podcast going. Uh, Charlie, how are you doing, mate? I feel strange about my... My sidekick. I know. Do you know? I forgot. I forgot to say that Derek's called off at the last minute. Unfortunately, uh, Derek called off at twenty-five past five. <laughs> I think his son's games at seven forty-five. So I was obviously why you watch that. I know. Here's me thinking he'd been up to any good yesterday and on the bevy, on the bevy, and not allowed it. But we've luckily been joined by uh, Stuart Finlay, and it was actually Stuart that booked us for the Corby gig. Yeah. Uh, how's things, Stuart? Yeah, very well, Ricky. Thanks for having us on. Even no, no problem. Yep, even uh, Stuart boy. So, sl- slight delay, but uh, I'm sure it'll catch up pretty soon. Uh, right, we're going to just go straight into the game, Aberdeen game uh, on Saturday. Hell, a lot better, Charlie, wasn't it? Well, it was. Obviously, we're missing out the Napoli game for last Tuesday. I uh, <laughs> just forgot about that. Um, no, last <laughs> Wednesday, sorry. Um, we'll just forget about that then, right? Um, aye, it was... They played really well. We have to support them when they're playing bad, but even gear them praise when they're playing well, you know. It was much better performance. They were at it from the off, although we went one but now behind. I think everybody's thoughts were on, no, here goes. But Aberdeen opened up, they attacked us, and they just peeled them off. It was it was great to watch. It was enjoyable. It was like watching Rangers properly again. And I was really happy with their performance, and it could have been mere. Stuart, we finally seen uh, Red Van Yilmaz and he was actually looking good for the first seven minutes. He's probably the best I've seen him playing so far and then he's he's got another bad injury. Uh, which, what do you think is going to happen with that boy? Do you think he's ever going to get a, a kind of first team place? Yeah, I do. Cause, um, we, have, we haven't spent that money for nothing. Um, I think it's been a longer term um, buy uh, for basically he, he is going to to be born as replacement. Um, I was absolutely gutted for the, the young lad. Um, on the on Friday night when we were on the other pod, um, I was shouting for the rooftops that I wanted them to start, wanted them to start, and he deserves the start. And then for that to happen to him so early in the game, because he was, he was looking, he was looking really good. Um, I was gutted for the lad, absolutely gutted. I 
Charlie, do you think uh, Gio's trying to change his style of the way we play? Because Yilmaz is a totally different player for Barisic, isn't he? Oh, well, I would say so. I would think uh, they're very similar. I think the way they attack and the way they try and get them down the field. I, I still feel sorry for Barisic. I like Barisic, I really do. Obviously, I'd be a bit um, soft in the tackle at times. I'd be a bit, he's a bit weak, maybe, when he gets injured and he wants to go off. But it was good to see Yilmaz play the other night and... Obviously Saturday, but it was unfortunate for his injury. It's the same as Davies as well. Mm-hmm. Davies just doesn't want to see me get a run in a team and then he's half at half time, maybe a wee stretch or whatever. Um, but just for the club in general, Saturday, for Giovanni and the players, it was a massive three points, it really was. Aye. I mean, as you say, when that first goal went in, I thought, oh no, this is this is going to be torture. But I mean, the first goal, our defence just stopped because it looked like that player dived. Yep. Should that not be a VAR decision then? Sure, do you think? Well, I thought they were going to look at it, but sorry, sure. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm afraid with challenges. I thought, I, I thought they, they would have looked at it straight away. Um, some of, some of the, the, the decisions in the first half on Saturday when incidents happened and there was no VAR check, um, for a couple of tackles, um, that incident in the, for the, the first goal, um, yeah, it was a bit, a bit strange, uh, it was. Uh, mm-hmm. But we came through it, and we, uh, as Charlie said, we, we bounced back, and we, we played really well, and thoroughly Aye. thoroughly deserved the the plaudits that the team's getting at the moment for uh, the way they performed. And it was definitely a dive as well. By the way, it was a stone. <laughs> it was a stone wall, wasn't it? He didn't even touch him. No, it was ridiculous. And Tav stopped, and I think it was utter shock. <laughs> I think I mean about three or four of them stopped, didn't they? Mm-hmm. But. Uh, I don't. I don't know why it didn't come out with Van. I don't even know if they can do that. No, they probably, probably never had to do that before. I mean, it was a bit of a strange one, but uh, we 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 came back. Uh, Joe likes first goal. Nice assist from Tillman. Uh, did you hear Lindstrom on the press press conference thing the other day? He was basically singing his praises. And he was basically saying that Rangers fans just need to give him time and kind of lay but off you, his back. But you see where he plays in that. That central area, um, Stuart. I don't know if you've been calling for it, but on here we've been saying he's signed to play in behind a striker, be the attacking one for midfield. Yeah. And he's stuck on a line. You seen him on Saturday, in the in behind the strikers, great ball through. I can't remember who it was it played him through. If it was Lindstrom or whatever, played a great ball through, and Tillman runs straight through the middle of the defence, and then does a it's a great assist. It's a great finish with Kolak. So. He's got that in his locker. We know where he wants to play or we know where he, well, we think we know where he's best at and it looks as if it's behind the strikers or the attacking midfielder. Yeah, what do you think of Tillman Stewart? Yeah, um, just exactly what Charlie said. I've, I've been shouting for the for the last four or five weeks for us to play the kind of system that we played last season towards the end of it when we didn't have a striker. So you have, you would, you would have, you could have Tillman in that slot, but have your roof if he's fit. Cholak, Morellas, and have a, a fluid um, front four. So the, one can drop in, one can step in, one can drop out, other one can step in, and it's just a nightmare to mark against because the, the defenders will never know exactly who's going to be where at any one time. Um, yeah. But yeah, Tillman just sitting sitting behind the the, the strikers is yeah that that's his that's his position. But yeah. the thing is, every player wanted the ball on Saturday. Every player was hungry, they were. And we know what Aberdeen are like, and they score early doors. Aberdeen are wanting to get right in their faces and 
tackle and kick you and be as competitive as he can be. But the boys, it was just, it was it was actually great just to watch him playing really well, battering Aberdeen, because I don't like Aberdeen. And it was just good to get the three points without kind of people leaving, moaning or whatever. Aye. You know, it was just good. I think Gio needed that and the, the players themselves really needed it. I know. Do you know what, Stuart? I was saying to, <coughs> sorry, I was saying to Charlie just before we come on, uh, I wondered, I didn't even think of this until I was driving in here. Uh, obviously, Michael Beale was in the director's box. And then I was starting to think, I wonder if they've actually raised their game thinking this could be potentially out of our next manager. It might be nothing, but who do you think, Stuart? Yeah, um, I think it is nothing. Um, I, I, a good friend of mine, Jamie McDonald, was actually sitting with Michael Beale in the plane-up. Um, and, he, and he just kept on saying he was there only as a fan. Um, so the, the love he's got for the, for the club is just unbelievable. But it could have been a double bluff. It could have been. It could have been a, a master stroke by certain certain people uh, behind the scenes. Invite him up as a guest. Yeah. A, I don't think it's... There. Um, I don't think it's a master throw at all. I think he was just up as a fan, as you said, and yeah, because he's he had a chance at the Wolves job, obviously. But I think he's the, the thing is he's just thinking about Queens Park Rangers. It's his first job. He wants to be successful there first. I think he's got a good head on him. Um, he seems to be, what do you call it, um, respectful to his employers. I think, and he wants to yeah. show loyalty and. I think it's a good good way, but obviously sometimes in football you don't get it showed back to you because it can change very quickly. Um, I just hope it doesn't lose the next four or five games at QPR and then it could be under severe trouble again. Aye, you know what it's I know, like. I know, yeah. but I mean, yeah. obviously we wish we wish Gio. We hope he does well with Rangers, you know. But 100%. would would Michael Beale be a good contender for the Rangers manager? You can't really. I don't think you can speak about it now because obviously Giovanni's still there. We have to respect that. As I, I played with him, as I said. I, for just over a year and whatever. But the result on Saturday definitely helps him again. It gets the fans back in his side. It gets the fans back in the, the players' side. I've got something to look forward to next Sunday. Obviously, the game tomorrow. Um, if we, I think we can win by six tomorrow. Then. <laughs> six will days or five will days. But five will do is Five will do is. But we'll go and beat them six or seven anyway. So who knows? Know. But no, obviously tomorrow, it's just it'll just be good to play another European game against one of the top European teams. Right. Um but Sunday's obviously our priority now. Yeah, but do you know what you were saying uh, about Rangers? Everybody was up for it on Saturday, weren't they? Mm-hmm. I mean, it could have been about seven, eight, one. I, I thought it could have been a doing. Obviously, Tav missed the penalty. Yeah. Um, and then Morelis was just offside, I think, for one. Um, but there was a few other ones. The, the goalies had actually one. I wonder save. Aye. Fay. So, I can't remember who shot at the edge of box. If it was Lundstrom or whatever. Aye, Ross McCrory had it off the liner. I think they get two others off the line as well nice. in the second yeah. half. Uh, but it's looking great. I mean, there's something. Well, I was actually going to talk about this later on, but Ali Quinn saying Sakala working back the full game. Love the wee man. Can't believe how folk don't appreciate Tillman. Great young player. He's only played a dozen games. But uh, Sakala, I thought on Saturday, was brilliant again, Charlie. But Sakala's work rate's different for Kent's. He, wa- he works his socks off, you know what I mean? Um, and I didn't think Kent done too bad on Saturday. I mean, he's probably his biggest critic. Because I think he could do more. He should be doing more. But yes, yeah, Callas, he's full of energy. He's he's not the most skillful player in the world or anything like that. But he's full of energy. He's direct. And sometimes that pays off. Uh-huh. That's it. Next goal. What I really liked about this, we're starting to take shots outside the box again, uh, which we'd stopped doing again for a few weeks. But uh, Tav outside the box, followed up by Ben Davis, and I think that's actually where he maybe injured himself. But uh, it just shows you. I mean, even 
to call it Ben Davies right up there, right on the goal line, uh, crossing it back in so that uh, Winstrom can score. But what's happened with all these injuries, Stuart? You know, it's starting to get a bit worrying, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The the World Cup break can't come quick enough. It can't. Um, let's let's just hope that all the injuries that we we're having our bad spell with injuries now, and it's not going to continue for the rest of the season. Um, but yeah, yeah. It's, as we were we were talking with Davies being uh, injured now. Somebody gets injured tomorrow night. Um, we're, we're playing with a fractured squad. We're playing with, with two central midfielders, which is centre house. We will. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's worrying. But also at the same time, hopefully, with the World Cup break coming up, uh, that will help us get the likes of Tom Lawrence back, um, young uh, Red Van. Uh, and I know Goldson's going to be out to maybe early January. January, yeah, aye. It was banded about, yeah. And I've actually I've got a list. Um, I've got a list yeah. of the players here that are injured. And you've got Kima Roof's injured, Ryan Jack, Goldson, Suter, Philip, <laughs> Philippe Hellander, Philip Yanis Hadji, Tom Lawrence, Yelmaz, and Ben Davies. You know, so that's nearly a that's nearly a full team. It. Well, hopefully Ben Davies is just a wee stretch, and he's he might miss tomorrow, but he'll be back for Sunday. Aye. Oh, as I said earlier. Priority is definitely the league now. Um, we want to go in the next, obviously, the, the break coming up. We want to be as close to sale as possible. We don't want to go any further behind. No. Um, and I believe after Saturday's performance, <clears throat> we can do it because that will, as I said, give them confidence. And obviously, Lundstrom's suspended tomorrow. So, fingers crossed you don't get any centre-backs injured tomorrow. No, we've only got young, um, Leon. Uh, young King, Aye. and then Sands is going to have to drop back in there, I think. But I like Sands in the middle, but his legs uh-huh. that's where he played in Saturday. You see, Aye. and then he had done to well. back. I know, so that's what I've been shouting for is Sands in the middle of the park. Do you know, me, me and Charlie were out at Lounge 72 yesterday doing a QA, and I think I asked you, you know, will we pay the four or five million pounds for Sands? Do you think at the end of the season? Well, should we? My thing is, I think we might have to. Because he's actually done okay. He's, done, yeah. he's he's looking as if he'd be a good midfielder for us. Um, Davis isn't he getting any younger, is he? Davis probably his last year. Great servant, great player, great lad. And um, but I think that they probably will sign him um, because I've had him for what a year and a half, two year or whatever. Well, once the season's finished, it'll be a year and a half, I think, won't it? Aye. So I think they'll take him. They must like it, boy. I think he's got a great attitude, the guy. Um, good athlete. Typical American kind of athlete, so yeah, good. Aye. I think you'll sign him. Uh, so the third goal, uh, just like you said, it was Kent that was involved with that. Stuart, what's your, what's your thoughts on Kent? Because I think nearly everybody that we've had on the show so far has always said they think Kent can show so much more. But Gerard used to always say that about him on the training pitch as well. He's got so much more to show. So why is, yeah. what's it, why is it not happening? Need to be a psychologist to work that one out. Um, but what I was impressed about with him uh, on Saturday was he was being a little bit more direct and he was whipping the balls and not always looking to try and beat the man on the inside. Um, there were, especially in the first half, I think he whipped in three or four really good crosses into the box. Um, so he was being, in my opinion, he was being a little bit less predictable um, because every, the, the whole season he just wanted to to cut inside and just take that extra touch it just it just spoils the move 
Um, I think he's playing with low confidence. Uh, yeah, it's definitely, definitely, the, the definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, I think the the, the the style of play that uh, Gio wanted them to play, and I think that maybe stifled um, his creativity a little bit, um, because in previous seasons under Gerard, he was used to um, Bonner bombing past him, creating that space, but just. For the last year and a half, when we play against certain teams, the moment he gets the ball, there's two, there's two players on him. There's just to, just to nullify what he can do. Yeah, but he's there got to, he's got, uh, but he's got to realise that if there's two players coming to mark him, he's got to find space inside or go outside or come shorter or something. But that for me, what he hadn't been doing, he hadn't been see when Barris was running around outside of him all the time. He hadn't been giving the Barisic a ball. He'd been cutting inside, cutting inside, and absolutely killing Barisic because he loses the ball. And then Barisic is having to sprint back, back past, past him to go and make up for Kent's mistake. But Saturday, every time Bar Barisic went on him, well, not every time, but 90% of the time, he put the ball into Barisic and Barisic whips the ball in. Or he gives it to Kent back, you know? So it was, they two were playing as if they knew each other again, which was good. Um... And it was just enjoyable. I'm just, I was, I'm, I'm glad this week. Just good to watch it, wasn't it? I'm just glad this week. I'm happy about the result, the performance. Um, I still think we can fit Morelis in there, really. Um, but yeah, um, it doesn't look like it's going to ever happen. But nah. I still believe we can. So Tav, Tav scored. Lovely header. What else was? Oh, and you got? Yeah, I tell you what else I was. I was. I've been impressed up with uh, with the likes of Ridvan. Was when he's when he's played um, with Kent, when it's when it's been congested out on the wing, Yilmaz has cut inside and tried to make a run on the inside of uh, Kent. Um, and I think we, if we if can get uh, Ridvan back, fit that that's going to be a fantastic tool to use. It's not just doing the overlap, just doing an, an underlap, cutting inside. Yep, yep. No, hundred percent. Well. Different types of players, Yilmaz and Barashi, but very similar. It's a strange, but the water bomb forward, but the young enthusiasm of Yilmaz will maybe get him get inside sometimes. Barashi always flies down the flying. Um, and I've got Alec Quinn here saying, please don't expect to qualify. Come on. <laughs> I've got to. I don't expect to qualify, but it's a, it'll be a miracle, but you have to still believe. <laughs> Big Marvin will tell you, believe. Is that somebody else in the groups? <laughs> Saying that I actually have four. Uh, so what happens if we score four? Does it go into extra time and penalties? <laughs> so I don't know how that would work. I don't know. <laughs> but we have to believe we can date the players. Are good. Obviously, it'll be difficult to even win the game. We know that. But as well as a chance, you have to go and play as if you can do it. You can 100%. Do it. That's what you get with a belief. But of course, it's unimaginable i think at this time even though we played well on saturday i don't see that happening but as i said the priority is definitely the league on sunday uh, do you know i heard that uh big bass he's actually getting slated over there with fans you know we'll take him back no more we would take him back no more uh i'm just going to talk about uh tav as well because over the past few years he's been criticized of how many fans especially big big stan gordon didn't like him for a long time but i mean what do you think charlie i mean that was a brilliant header and what do you think of him as a captain I, I, I really like Tav. I just, I, I think he's the, the way they play nowadays is that he's an attacking right back. He's 
he's up and down, he creates so many chances for us, he scores many goals. Okay, sometimes he gets caught out, but that's what it, we're looking for the other midfielder to come across and cover oh. for him or whatever, or the, the right centre back to be round in his area to kind of cover. He's gonna he's gonna <laughs> make mistakes. Well, he's not make mistakes, but you've got to get caught out of right back sometimes just because the sheer fact he is always up apart trying yeah. to create. I think there's so many times as you say when he's running up the old fashioned thing was the midfielder would cover him, but we don't seem to do that. We did last season. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> we did last season. Just that, but that's but that makes him look like a bad player, doesn't he? Because he's out of position. I think the thing is, I, I think we're going through that such a bad spell. Everybody's going to try to look after our own job at the moment and no kind of helping somebody else out that's not having that such a great game. But Saturday, everybody played well, everybody wanted the ball and they all helped each other, they fought for each other. It was just, it was really good to watch, as I said. And hopefully, this kick starts us on. Aye. We never got a chance to talk about the VAR coming into Scottish football last week. Uh, I was actually at the game last week and I just felt it did delay it quite a bit. Uh, even times where it didn't look like there was a decision to be made. you seen the ref telling the keeper just to hang fire and then he was giving them a kind of like, on you go. Yep. You know, so there wasn't even any decisions getting made, but I just thought at the weekend there it was terrible the amount of time. It was, I mean, Morelos, he's goal, you know, it took ages. Mm -hmm. you know, the players are not going to be able to go and celebrate and things no, like well, that. That's, well, that's happened in England, isn't it? We've seen it in England and the rest of Europe because they've for some reason, miles ahead of us with the getting VAR in. I don't understand how Scotland could date halfway through a season. It's only the country in the world that can probably be stupid enough to date and no date at the start of the season. Um, but there's obviously got to be hitches because it's just new to them. Um, maybe we should have tried to get some of the English guys up here to kind of do some of the games for us. Obviously, they'll not pay them the money that they're probably earning doing it in the Premier League. But... Obviously, I would imagine somebody's been up showing them how to do it or whatever, but it shouldn't really be that hard. If he's outside, he's outside. If he's not outside, he's not outside. If it's a penalty, it's a hits his handball, it's a penalty. Right, move on. Let's right. let the game go. Let the game flow. I know. We don't want it to be like rugby, you know? But just even when he was taking the decision to give us that penalty as well, that seemed to take an age as well, and the guy was nearly juggling it. <laughs> I know, I know. What do you think of VAR, Stuart? Um... If it's used for the correct reasons why it was initially brought in, I think it's a fair. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Fantastic uh, tool for the referees to aid the, re the referees. Um, what we don't want is to go have the same situations that we had the first couple of seasons down in England, um, where it was used for every pedantic little thing. Um, use it the the way it's uh, supposed to be used. Now, I, I I initially don't mind the referees taking the uh, the time with the with the implementation of VAR in Scottish football because I'd rather we got, even though we've done it halfway through a season, I'd rather we got it right from the very get-go um, and then learn from that moving forward. But yeah, it's uh, if it's used, used the right way, VAR, 
would be a, a fantastic tool. And you see that in the other leagues in Europe, where it's, it's used differently to the Premiership, um, etc. And it seems to work. Um, yeah, it's still still left to the human human interpretation at times uh, with some some things. But yeah, just with the, like Charlie said, if it's all offside, it's offside. If it's a penalty, it's a penalty. Um, if it's a, a dangerous tackle, it's a dangerous tackle. It's a red card. Off. Use it. Use it for the the correct reasons. Um, and I think we'll, we'll have a um, a better product in the in the end. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Here's Mitchell Mitchell's Gracias saying, "I actually came all about pride. To be honest, uh, more interested in nine points because we still obviously get St Johnson, Hearts, and St Mirren. Then regroup, get injuries out of the way, and ready for the festive fixtures. You know, Charlie, I've never been so more looking forward to this World Cup break. No, hundred percent. Um, all of us are looking forward to just to get a, it's nearly a full team um, that's injured and they've been injured for a long time, a lot of them unfortunately so definitely, as I said tomorrow is just about going out there and giving what we've got, showing that we know that as bad as it's been so far and then Sunday three points against St Johnson and then win the next two league games and then happy days and then hopefully they can drop points before then but just Try to get everybody back. I can't believe Roof's injured again. I just, I just can't believe it. I know. I mean, here's uh, who's this? Marion Brando's eyes. <laughs> King played two positions on Saturday. Anybody can see Tav is needing a break badly, uh, be it through fitness or this injury with painkilling injections. But he's actually going in for an operation during the World Cup That's break. Right, yeah. You know, so hopefully nothing bad happens and he's, he's Tav's back fit. You know. Oh, definitely. We need to have. We definitely need to have. But you can see as he's struggling. Same as Lundstrom struggling. They've told us that. Um, but they're they're playing through it. Fair play to them. Some of our guys on there, obviously, Hadji couldn't. Aim. Goldson's couldn't. Roof, obviously. I don't know what the problem is. Ryan Jack is out for so long. Lawrence. But we just have to really get nine points. Bang. Put Cotton Wool there. The rest of the players, and then make sure the rest of the other ones that are injured are back fit for. January, as many as them are close to be. I mean, Tom, Tom Lawrence was looking brilliant just before he got injured, wasn't he? he was he, he's, to, he's a big miss. He was beginning to say, he was beginning to be a, um, a really good player. I think he was, I, I don't think he'd set the fire or light or anything like that, yep, but he was showing what he had. He had glimpses of <clears throat> good play, good passing, some good goals, mm -hmm. and he'd settled in quite quickly. It was probably him and he'd probably settled in better than Kolak at the time as well. But now, Kolak's obviously yeah, well unsettled and firing goals in all over the place. Aye, it was the same with John Suter. I mean, John Suter in the final against us last year, he was the best player for Hearts, sure, wasn't he? And do you think he's got it to be a Rangers player? I think he's got it. Um, but the one thing um, about John Suter, it's been clearly stated that we signed him with an injury. So why do we play in pre-season? Why not get the, the injury? Um, healed up first, and then then bring uh, then play him. Um, but yeah, if Suter can stay fit um, and free from injury, he is one of the best centre halves in Scotland. He is. Oh, def. Um, what one hundred percent? Yes. Obviously, we, we bought him. Yeah. Um, for just, just the, and I've got I've got quite a, I've got a few uh, friends who support Hearts and. They they waxed, waxed lyrical about them, Charlie. Um, 
and obviously you see a lot more of the Scottish football than what I do because um, I'm down in Workington. Um, but uh, yeah, there, there is a, there is a, a player in there, but it's just keeping him fit and free from injury. Well, that's that's going to that's that's be the hardest thing. Oh, definitely. And the 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 injuries he's had, it's not been just been niggles. It's been two cruciates. You know, oh. it's the worst you can get. He's come back well. But what you're saying is, why if we signed him before the season with an injury? How the bloody hell do we start him on the worst pitch in the bloody Premier League when we play him against Livingston the first game of the season? That can't help. That just yeah. that you, you can go in there fully fit and no, not even tackle anybody during the game and still come off so. Aye, I mean there's Ali Quinn saying we shouldn't have, shouldn't have signed them, but see when I remember this, uh, Archie Archie Knox was on Stan's podcast last week and they were talking about when John Brown was due to sign, he actually filled his medical for Rangers. Yeah. And Archie basically said, no, I still want to sign him. But was it Hearts that knocked him back because he's medical, I think, Charlie? As soon as, soon as it signed. Is it, I soon as it signed him, but I'm saying, I'm saying uh, that he actually filled his medical. He was, and I think he went to Hearts before that and he filled his medical there and they told him to no. go away. You know, so oh, some, sometimes you need to take a chance, you know. But I don't know. Uh, right, Stuart, I was watching your podcast the other night and I heard your wee rant about the board. And Ross Wilson oh. and everything. <laughs> right, so I'm just going to run a few things past you, right? So Champions League, uh, just yeah, for getting in the group, we get 13.5 million. Uh, if we if we if we did win a game, so if we win tomorrow, we get 2.4 million. Uh, if we get a draw, it's 802,000, right? So that's just some of the money. Europa, they reckon we got 50 million for that last year. Uh, Aribo was 10 million. Initial 6 million. Uh, Bassi 19 million with add-ons, Nathan Patterson 16 million pounds. So you were want to know, know where's the money went and why we're not buying players and things like that, and what's happening with Ross Wilson's signings. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know if you've, don't know if you've seen the seen the rant Charlie and Ricky showed you, but uh, oh, I, haven't met I went off from one on Friday night um, with the with the board. Uh, um, all of all I was trying to say during that uh, rant was just want a little bit of transparency. Um, us as a as a forefront of everything is love for our club, not their club. It's our club, um, and I just wanted if they, if if they come out and tell us that they've used the money to do X, Y, and Z, and the reasons why they've done it for X, Y, and Z, I'm all for that. Um, we're all we're all adults. We can all take it. We we are the greatest support in the world. We proved that back in 2012. We did, um, and I hate harking back to 2012. But where has the money went? Um, the, a lot of things that they came out and said, like Edmondson House and all that kind of thing, that money was all earmarked beforehand. Um, so none of that was going to be used. They could they couldn't have foreseen. A fifty a fifty million pound windfall from the Europa League. I don't care what Emily says. Um, they could they, they they could not have factored that into our in our business plan for the club. Um, and all I was just trying to say is just be honest with us. If if they've used it to pay off debts um, for the 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 people who've invested in the club, tell us. It is and yeah, I just went off uh, on the right one. Um, and I had to stop before I got the. I, I might have got the podcast taken off YouTube. <laughs> 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 I 
But yeah, everybody's allowed their everybody's allowed their opinions, Stuart. And there's, I mean, David Morrison is also saying, "Where is all the money? You know, all the money raised by the players, sales will be reinvested." That's a direct quote from Ross Wilson. Uh, but Charlie, you did say right at the start of the season that you you were worried that it was going to be quantity and not quality, and it's kind of been proven that that's the case. Yep, I said last week that we've no replaced for two best players free when Morelos and they came back fit, but we've obviously been fortunate that Colax hit the ground running. Um, but we've just no replaced Bassey and Arebo, we really haven't. But it does take players' time to settle, we know that it does. And then injury yeah. after injury, Davis, Yilmaz, the young Red Van was a wee bit rabbit in the headlights in his first game, and it was kind of a, a shock for him how physical it was going to be for him. Um, obviously, Tom Lawrence had probably hit the ground running and then bang, injured. Suter never actually, he's played the, the first game against Livingston, bang, out. So we've not really actually seen the players, but um, we've been very unfortunate with injuries especially. But I just I just feel Saturday's really just given me a big boost and we're going in the right direction after that. It was good to see it because uh, me and Charlie were both like, I think, you took, I think your dog took you for a walk last week oh, uh, at half time, you know, and uh, it was just the football was so boring. Was... It was actually losing interest to watch Rangers, which is a horrible thing to say, but the football's been so right, bad two recently. Two weeks ago, two weeks ago, because we played Napoli last Wednesday. Right. Was, they, they, were, they were good. They were, yeah, they were really good. Class side. Um, yeah. they, I don't think they'll win it, but if they keep on playing the way they're playing, they definitely could win it, but they can't play like that for the full season. Right. They've been ridiculous. They're so fit. They're strong. They're passing the ball. It was clinical. It was pinged in and it was bang, bounced off and they were away and you're like, bloody hell. Aye, if it wasn't against us, it would have been good to watch. Aye, 100%. <laughs> you know, because they are some team. Aye. You know. Right, next up we've got St. Johnston. Uh, well, not next up because we've obviously got Ajax tomorrow. Uh, but I'm just, I'm more kind of concentrating on the league now. Uh, St. Johnston, is that a hard game for us, Charlie? Difficult, horrible. See, if you don't go there and you're not starting, everybody thinks it's just going to be turning up and win, then they'll be in for a shock. We know St. Johnston just grind you down and grind you down and just defend, 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 and then they'll get that one wee chance for a cross or a, a free kick or whatever, and you'll be struggling. They'll take it. Aye, well, I think we're, I think once or twice in the last three or four years, we went up there and actually battled them. I think one night we beat them three or four nothing. I think Kamara scored as well. He's known that injury list. Aye, Kamara. Sorry. So, there you yeah, go. He's on there. Thank you. And it's <laughs> Kamara with a K. Aye. No Philip with an L. Um, <laughs> so, but if you can go up there, you can struggle. Um, if you don't start, if you don't start properly and you don't give them a respect or due, get up against them early doors, get in about them, Make sure we still play our own game, but we have to be up for it, definitely, because it will not be an easy game. Oh, it was exciting seeing, seeing them playing like that against Aberdeen, especially after going one down, you know, they could have just, you know, gave I, up. I watched it in the quarry bar and you could hear the frustration Hi. and the sound wasn't even up. <laughs> <laughs> that was just in the pub. <laughs> right. Stuart, what are you thinking for Sunday's game? Um, as Charlie said, it's always it's always hard going to Big uh, Dory Park. It's, um, it's always been a, a tough ground, um, but just the way just the way St. Johnson have been playing, um, very defensive minded. I think we we have to cut the blocks right from the get go, and just get right into their faces. Um, quick start, whip the balls in, make sure 
the there's movement in the box and then just get get that get, get another goal if we get another goal it'll end up two or three too long um but we have we have to cut the blocks quick and play play like a team like we did against Aberdeen not let any any heads go down if things aren't going right or anything like that just play with your head heads held high um and play the strength put your own strengths win 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 your own battles using a, a football um saying said quite often win your own battles um and then That'll be, uh, yeah, we, I think we'll come away 2-3-0. Good, good. I'll go for 3-0. Charlie, with you? I'll go for... I'm usually... If we play like we played Saturday, I'll say 4-0. 4-0. Oh, no. But it'll be stuffy, so I'm going to go 2-1. Are we going to do predictions for Ajax? 5-0, Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart? 5-0 Rangers, Broxy Hattrick. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to figure out what it will be if it's 4-0. People are talking about it goes to how many games they've won in other places and how many goals and things like that. So I think it gets a bit confusing. Uh, so I'm going to just bring Alex Kelly on because he's he's got a big uh, thing here about contracts. Uh, this will probably, you'll probably want to comment on this, Stuart. Uh, so Alex Kelly saying we also have 12 players in the final year of their contracts ready to walk away at the end of the season for nothing. Millions wasted in assets is surely bordering on gross negligence. Ross Wilson should be held account accountable for this. Do you think, yeah, Stuart? To me, it's, uh, to me, that's gross misconduct in, in a job. That's him not following due process, um, not doing what he's paid to do. Um, but then also at the same time, have the... I think it's ridiculous that we've, we've let Morales and Kent get in the last year of the contract. Um, even even just a, like a, a, an eighteen month extension on that contract. Um, but yeah, it's it is a negligence. Um, I don't profess to be a businessman or anything along that lines, but I know if I from other industries that I've worked in where very valued people have been uh, offered more lucrative positions. I've done my damnedest to, to uh, try and get them the terms and conditions that they, they, they wanted or as close to a deal. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> to me, it just smacks me beyond belief that we've let at least f four or six out of those 12 get into the last years of a contract. Well, you're, you're talking you're talking Kent at one point was maybe 15 million. You're talking Morales was supposedly not back 16 million. 21 million or something for the Chinese. Million, eh? Oh, for the Chinese team. Um, you're talking Kamara at one point it was 10, 12 million. But it's just it's ridiculous. I just, I don't understand that. We should have just went here, by the way, get rid of them for a two or three million pound each and then at the start of the season and at least have brought in two or three players for that money. And then... We wouldn't be sitting in a position we're in. Aye. What was it like, Charlie, see back when you were playing when people were trying to negotiate contracts? Is it, is it not a bit strange? Is it not a bit like, oh, why are you even thinking about leaving? Well, it, it was. Obviously, we didn't get paid as much as the guys they knew. So we kind of just, well, just went, here's your contract, sign that, and that's it, beat it. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, and then you realise that if you get an agent, you might get a wee bit more money. So we had to go down the agent route. But 
Um, I did never want to leave. Never wanted to leave, but I still had a, a security for my family. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you still wanted the best deal possible, but the grass is never always greener. Even if you if you get offered, for instance, 10 at Rangers and some offers you 12, you can't leave Rangers to go and play the championship for an extra two grand a year or something like yeah. that. You, you know, that. it's just madness playing in front of 50,000 and going, no disrespect to West Brom and things like that, who sell their stadiums out and they're bigger clubs in their own, own right. But leaving the Rangers to go to the championship or anything like that just doesn't make sense at all. Right. There's Alex Kelly saying that uh, Walter wouldn't let Richard Goff get within two years of his contract ending. Yeah, Goff, you love that because he was the highest paid player by a penny. I <laughs> 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 that in his contract. So every time guys and loud ups come in, he's like, oh, happy days. <laughs> Brilliant. So, some contract that one. Uh, we James Loyal thinks it's going to be two each uh, tomorrow. No, not tomorrow. When is it? Is it Wednesday? I'm losing track of what days it is. Tomorrow. 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 Ah, yes, because you're going, Charlie, aren't you? Yep. Right. In fact, before we go any further, uh, like I was talking, Stuart, uh, you're, you've booked us for your, your gig down in Corby on the 19th of November. So it's myself, Charlie, and Derek, if he turns up. <laughs> kidding. Uh, I wouldn't How say I booked you. Um, I acted as a go between. Uh, you were the, the man in the middle, want your commission? I'm only kidding. Uh, uh -huh. How how long how long has the club been going down in Corby? Um, Sons of the North has been going as far as I know, forty plus years. Um, they were just right? a, uh, yeah, um, a group of really good lads. Um, Drew Lovey, uh, Pat, Jim Crawford, uh, Derek Horn. Um, they they were. Back in the day, they were a category A club, so whatever tickets they wanted, they got. Because um, they went, they went everywhere. They went absolutely everywhere to watch, uh, watch Rangers. Um, so yeah, so they've, they've they've been going for yeah, I would probably say well more than forty years, um, and a good squad of lads. You don't you won't meet a, a a greater bunch of lads who love our club as much as what we do. Um, and you're in for a you're you're in for a great night for them. Ah, well, we're looking so forward to it. it, definitely. And they, and they all like a smally. As free as free can drink cold tea. <laughs> no, we're we're off it. <laughs> <laughs> With a tough 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 weekend. Uh, but we've also we're Charlie. We're also doing a, a Christmas party over in Earth Venue. Yep. Uh, that's all about the Jazz Christmas party. So it's us three and uh, Christie's going to be doing the keyboards and singing, and then we've got wee DJ Devito. Uh, so the tickets are now on sale. You just got the website. It's allaboutthegels.co.uk. Uh, but that's us came to the end of the show already. So did you enjoy that, Stuart? Aye. It's nice. nice to call something different. And, I'm, and I stayed off the drink tonight, so... Ah, you shouldn't have. <laughs> I was vodka in my juice uh, I'm, I'm, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where the ice cream soda was. Ah, the cream soda, because there's only two tonight. I thought I'll buy the dearer ones. So, I know Derek will be raging. <laughs> uh, but thanks again, Stuart, for Stuart, coming in the last very minute. Much, pal. And uh, you're more we'll welcome. Be back Look forward to next week. Seeing you again. See you in 16, 17 days. Aye, that's right. Soon. Yeah. Is it, no, is yeah. it 17, I think? Something like it's the 19th. Well, 19th, the 19th, 19th, 20 days. 19th, 19th Corby. We're still dropping subtle hints for uh, Gallant Pioneer. He gives a shout on a Sunday. <laughs> 
Anyway, I'd just like to say thank you to Plugged In Business Solutions, Giant C Architectural, ISG, Resin Florence Specialists, and DB Dental Care. Uh, we're going to get some of them on the show in the next couple of weeks, aren't we? Uh, I, I think know. so. Ah, keep on changing yeah, your mind. Are, one's a, a Monday session drinker. Aye, Monday and, club. Aye, and Scott, he said he's not really into, he doesn't really know much about football, though he's a Mad Rangers fan, he said he's no. That's fine. We'll get, in fact, we've got another sponsor that's coming on next week. Uh, Martin, I'll, I'll give you a shout about him later on. But anyway, well, that's that's us. Cheers, Stuart. Boyd. Finished cheers, already, but All thanks a lot, Stuart. Good morning, welcome. And uh, we'll see you again soon. Cheers, see you guys. Bye.